Hello, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I am Jordan Palmer, joined, as always, by Mr. Charlie Bud, and today we're getting into a little bit of tech, a little bit of investing, and that is all in the form of cryptocurrency. It's the thing that we always hear about, but never quite know what is up and what is happening, so what Bud and I have done is a little bit of studying over the past week, week and a half, and gotten some ideas and i want to start by just giving this as a disclaimer everything you hear is from two guys who just looked on the internet and found out some things and are going to have a conversation and this is not in any way shape or form actual financial advice so please do not listen to us and take this information and use it accordingly thank you you have been warned this is a disclaimer all right bud here we are <laughs> had to go through some of uh, those hoops here because now we're getting into some investment talking but uh what you got well, I, you know, Palmer, crypto is a very complicated topic. You know, I think when you talk to most people, they're like, I don't even know what it is exactly. Yeah. And that's definitely fair. Um, you know, I, I've i kind of heard of crypto for a while now. You know, I think I first heard of it in like maybe like 2015, 2016 with Bitcoin, you know, like just didn't really know what it was, knew it existed. And I think like not even a year or two later, it like shot up in a tremendous amount of value and like people who bought it early were now like millionaires and stuff like that so it's pretty wild stuff um you know famously the winklevoss twins are billionaires because of bitcoin are you serious yeah they uh after their you know little fallout with facebook <laughs> they uh they went and I have a book on it. I haven't read it yet. Um, it's called The Bitcoin Billionaires, and it's about these the the twins, kind of their rise into getting into Bitcoin and how they made literally a billion dollars off of investing in it. But I will, you know, as we said, we're not here to do a financial device, and we're going to talk probably a lot about how like the dangers of cryptocurrency in this podcast. But uh, before we get into a little bit more, I do want to just point out that we're apologizing that we are like a week and a half like late oh, on, yeah. our, on our podcast. Labor Day was wild, and we didn't get a chance to record. And then yesterday was also pretty wild, or Monday. So that was uh, pretty crazy. So we're sorry for the delay. And, you know, I hope everybody is kind of still back and you're checking in on us on this beautiful Tuesday night, wherever you are, depending, I guess. And um, so we're here with some cryptocurrency talk. Uh, no YouTube this week, unfortunately, but we're going to be there uh, next week. So I'm going to throw the question to you, Palmer. So, like, you know, how much did you know about cryptocurrency kind of before, uh, you know, we you did your little research about this episode? Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I actually knew absolutely nothing about cryptocurrency. I used to think you had to be a programmer to get into it. Mm. And like pro, like mining. Like, oh, I got to program. Oh, yeah. The mining. The seed, mine it all up. Oh, yeah, baby. I can mine on my computer. Yo, see? I was like, yeah. oh, wow, okay. You're, you're into it, huh? And then just <laughs> let it marinate. You know, yeah. let it just ride. And then it'll, 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 it'll get some value. And mm -hmm. then you go in there and you really start mining it back out. That's what yeah. I thought it was. Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought it was half a video game, half programming. And so no, you just let your computer do it for you. It takes a lot of processing power for your computer to do it. My buddy, I mean, I've done a little bit of crypto mining, not too much, but I have a friend of mine who's like literally made like $600 in like a couple of months of just mining crypto. But 
wow. I mean, like, you have to kind of, like, adjust it with electricity prices. I mean, my utilities are paid for, so I actually could probably make a bank on mining crypto because I don't have to pay for electricity <laughs> the first year. Um, hey, but, you know, blessings, blessings. Blessings, blessings. But, yeah, continue. Sorry for that little Oh, no, derail. dude, that was honestly, that was it. That was mm-hmm. everything I knew. So, just yeah, so follow question, like, what do you think of it now that you've done your research, like, of crypto? Like, do you see this as a technology or a future for finance or do you not? What are you Honestly, thoughts? there's so many things that you can do with cryptocurrencies. I didn't until doing the research. I didn't understand that essentially. And for those of you who don't know what cryptocurrency is, is it's cutting out the middleman for financial transactions while also putting up a record that's immutable. So unable to be changed for all participants to see. Mm-hmm. Basically, it is honest banking without having to go through yeah. you know, your actual bank. Mm-hmm. So in many ways, that helps to legitimize it. And it also makes it a little bit more flexible. Uh, so you've seen people pay for you know pizza with Bitcoin. And it's also and more things. secure because it's uh, decentralized, whereas like banking ledgers will be held at like a JP Morgan, for example, and it'll be stored in their house because so if they get hacked, it's gone. But like the ledgers on the blockchain, as they call it, on for like some of these cryptocurrencies, is kind of traded between computers and stuff. So it's really hard to you know hack it. As one person I saw quote that it's like trying to hack into the blockchain to get like these ledgers or these cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin, for instance, would be trying to transform a chicken nugget back into a chicken. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. It's so funny to me. but I love chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> oh, man. No, but no, see, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, the blockchain, I had no idea what that was either. Mm-hmm. And so you eloquently kind of stated what that is. But in looking at it, um, it's very much uh, secure. I think somebody said that in order to, especially for, say, um, Bitcoin, what you have to do if you want to hack it is at least get into half of the monitors worldwide that are used for it. And that's, I think they had a couple million. So, mm-hmm. and you have to hack them all simultaneously. So that's very unlikely. Although, yeah. you know, there may be a crazy Maybe one day it could happen, but like. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, it's it, right now it's not very, it's not possible. So, nope. which is why there's, you know, that's like all the crypto bros and some of them, <laughs> I mean, crypto bros as in like, we can get into that terminology a little later, okay, but, yeah. uh, you know, which is like a lot of people tout it is like, oh, you know, it's like decentralized finance. It's like the future of money and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's definitely a very interesting, um, concept but you know like for me what i've understood about crypto is that why yes like blockchain can definitely have a lot of benefits in the future of the financial industry and it'll be interesting to see kind of how that goes but i still kind of find that crypto in and of itself is very much in its infancy Mm -hmm. i don't know how you feel about it like the way i see it like bitcoin like what real world value doesn't really have right dude dude honestly because i was thinking and even just so the the way our society and our 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 finances work Mm -hmm. at least in the united states is essentially all of our legal tender is backed by gold or at least it was Mm -hmm. and now that's kind of depreciated over time so we just trust that the money is worth something at this point more or less and so when thinking about cryptocurrencies and in for some 
specific um, forms of them, you actually will pay, you know, money in order to get that. So one, you know, coin is actually one dollar. But sometimes, uh, you know, a unit of the cryptocurrency is a bar of gold. And so it's interesting to think about how it's backed. And so one question I actually had for you is I thought that kind of the end game goal of cryptocurrency was to get it so there's only one currency throughout. And do you think that is it? And if not, or is the goal? And if not, how do you think we're going to go between the, the currencies? So that's like another thing, right? Like there, I feel like every day there's like a new cryptocurrency kind of coming onto the market. And like, I think that's kind of like the dark side of cryptocurrency a little bit. Like, I think that the goal for people who like cryptocurrency is not necessarily investing in the actual different coins that exist, but rather the technology that they're built on. So, you know, people will buy like things like Bitcoin or Ethereum because they are made on uh, the blockchain or I think Ethereum is made on something a little different. I, I can't mm. remember what it's called. It's like gas or I don't know. But um, people like buy into Bitcoin because they believe in the value of the technology of like blockchain. And so they're basically hedging their bets to see which one is going to be kind of taken over, I think. Um, you know, I think some people will lean, lean into that, like Bitcoin's going to become the dominant currency in like 40, 50 years or something. And then everything's going to be run on Bitcoin because it's already built into this like well-established blockchain system where you have like permanent ledgers that people can see his, who's owned it and everything like that. And, um, you know, and it's also decentralized. It's like between computers is not like held in one bank. So, uh, I think that is kind of the end goal i think it's like to kind of get rid of paper money like in credit cards like mm -hmm. transactional fees don't be like to pay those especially not vendors who gets affected by those ghost credit card fees like mm. all the time that most people don't even know about uh <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about if you buy something with a credit card at a vendor that vendor has to pay money to the visa if for instance to pay like the routing like essentially like I, you pay like 10 bucks with your credit card, like $2 of that will have to go to like a visa because they're the vendor. Like you bought it at a Starbucks ha is paying for the service from visa to like make that transaction. Mm -hmm. So, um, which is why like some people like cash only, so they don't have to pay for those credit card fees essentially. Um, or like why some things are more expensive at some places if you pay with a credit card because they want to cover the cost of that credit card fee. Um, so, but like basically crypto eliminates that completely. And China, if you didn't know, Oh yeah, dude. Um, has their own, like their digital yuan essentially, which is like, I guess the mix of like, moving away from like paper money and moving it more towards like a crypto kind of thing. I don't know if you would necessarily call it like a cryptocurrency, but maybe I, I don't know how one would define cryptocurrency in this kind of state because it is still fully controlled by the Chinese government at that stance. And some, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it is technically crypto, but vendors in China, when this kind of story broke out over the summer were, or like in April or something, were like really into it because they didn't have to pay credit card fees anymore. So, like, they were just getting the transactions, like, just, you know, like that. And um, they're experimenting with it. I don't really, I haven't followed up on that story in a bit, but, you know. Um, but, you know, throw it back to you, Palmer. What do you think as, like, 
the future of crypto or do you think like you know reflect on what i don't know reflect on oh no so i was actually gonna say and follow up to what you just said about china i thought that china had since i think from the point you just mentioned Mm -hmm. outlawed the use of cryptocurrencies they're cracking down on i think everything other than the digital yuan i think they're cracking down on like a bunch of like bitcoin because the chinese government wants control over the, their own financial system and if like bitcoin is used for something out, out, out and it, basically bitcoin is a space that they can't track regulate whatever and they don't mm. like that so they're cracking down on like bitcoin farming like uh and other cryptocurrency farming which a lot of it happened in china oh deep mm. deep yeah. and for listeners too just as we talk about it bitcoin is not the only form of cryptocurrency it was just the first and is one of the most prominent one of the most prominent ones and uh there's like so many of them so like i I mentioned earlier like the dark side of cryptocurrency so uh there's definitely a dark side to it um you know you have uh the a lot of people out there right now i feel like almost every other day are trying to are creating a cryptocurrency and are pushing it out there almost kind of like a pump and dump scheme like they'll make it and advertise like hey guys check out this new cryptocurrency i found i think it's gonna make a lot of money and it's like less than a cent it's like five cents for one coin so you like you just people throw like 20 bucks down there shoot the price up and then the person who made it who probably owns like 50 percent of the actual available market will just sell it all once the price is pumped and then they're rich so i think there's also a lot of people who buy crypto without even thinking what the technology is or whatever it is and just hope that it just skyrockets because the prices are so volatile definitely and i think unfortunately a lot of people don't understand exactly what it is that they're Mm -hmm. buying into yeah so they're like oh it's just gonna grow Mm -hmm. and become this incredible thing and i'm gonna be rich and then they realize that uh, actually that's not the case and once again i think that's a good opportunity to just reiterate the disclaimer that this is not financial (laughs) advice just to make sure everybody's all all good there Mm -hmm. but no it's, it's it's super fascinating and the dark side is something that i think of the things i knew going into it i just knew that there were some sketchy things around cryptocurrency and especially when thinking about i believe in the earlier days too the utilization of cryptocurrency in order to purchase illegal goods Mm -hmm. so i think that um yeah that has unfortunately become which is like an interesting thing like the illegal goods thing because somehow like there somebody put out like a white sheet about uh cryptocurrency and found that it accounts for like all the transactions used on Bitcoin were like only 1% of them or less were used for like criminal activity. Oh, wow. I don't know how they measured it, but that was on like ARK's website or something when they put out like a fact sheet about crypto. But it's definitely like, yeah, it definitely has that like reputation for those who are not like in the know, I guess. Like, oh, cryptocurrency, you know, it's only, it's, it's, it's got all these uh, concerns about using, um, uh what's it called like you know illicit activity i don't want to be associated with that why am i going to invest in something that's basically only has value because of criminal activity but that's not necessarily the case although i will argue that like you know the real world value of crypto is something to kind of be desired for Mm, absolutely i mean for instance, like, would you buy crypto right now, Palmer, after reading about it? Like, would this be an investment for you? Oh, okay. You're going to make a little shark tank action? Okay, let's yeah. do this. Let's do this. A little shark tank Hi. action. 
Dude, honestly, I don't know. And it's it's interesting because, like I said, the value associated with paper money is very much built on the trust that we have in the fact that it's legitimate. Mm-hmm. But, but you can also use that money for other goods and services, right? Like, it is an accepted yes. currency within at least, you know, our country, the United States. So, mm-hmm. whereas crypto, it's so limited into what you can use it for. That, and that's like, just for, like, especially Bitcoin, too. Sorry, continue. Oh, no, you're good. I was going to say, because I was actually kind of confused. The first ever transaction with Bitcoin, they say, was they believe for a pizza. And I'm wondering how... Hey, man. Just oh, wait, no, I heard about me. that because, like, it was at a time where Bitcoin wasn't worth that much. And, like, you look and, like, someone said, like, yeah, now it would be, like, a $10,000 pizza because they used, like... Uh, you know, half a Bitcoin or something, and it's like worth way more than it was when they used Bitcoin to buy that pizza. Okay, dude, I looked that story up, and we can talk about that in a second. Essentially, what the guy did was paid ten thousand Bitcoin for a pizza, which I think today would be over three hundred million dollars. How much was it back then? It was, I think, just like forty bucks. Forty bucks for a pizza. No, I was like, bro, you really had to. Did be you buy two cash. pizzas? <laughs> Best pizza you've ever had in your life. Oh no, man, that guy just that guy's probably kicking himself. And whoever got that ten thousand Bitcoin, <laughs> is probably pretty happy wow. about that. Oh, dude. Okay, so I was gonna ask you about these because there's a couple of horror stories mm-hmm. about Bitcoin, um, specifically, but just about cryptocurrencies when it comes to passwords. And people forgetting theirs. Have you heard any? Oh stories? yeah, I heard about that. Some guy like forgot what his wallet, what like his password to his crypto wallet is. And he's got like one more attempt before it's like completely locked out. And I think he's got like what like a hundred thousand dollars or something in there. Charlie, there is a guy. <laughs> I, I had to like write this down because mm-hmm. I just I didn't believe it. He has over it was seven thousand shares. I think it's like 7,400. He had 10 tries. He saved his password in three separate places. Two of them are gone, but he had it on this one super high-tech memory drive, but you have to remember your password to get it in order to get that. You have 10 tries, and then after that, it erases everything. He has used eight of those tries, and he has not gotten in. He has two more tries. And the amount of money he has in terms of Bitcoin comes out to $260 million. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't just make you throw up a little bit in your mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, dude, man. I don't even know what I'm I would. You'd... I would not sleep at night. My hair, no. I'd be bald. Like, I, <laughs> I, the stress of having two more tries. Yup. I was, I was like, bro, how... Also, I need him to be so much more calculated in the first eight. Like, really pray on that each time just yeah. to make sure. Like, don't just throw him away. Oh. Dude, that, that's uh, – you're, like, sitting on a lottery ticket and you, oh, can't, yeah. you can't get to it. You know? Absolutely. Can't cash it in. And that's a bummer you're... because the prices are so volatile, you know. <laughs> all that, like all that money could be, like, worth nothing in, like, a, you know, tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And there was another guy who was in Wales who has his pat. He had his information saved on a memory stick and he had got new computers and he thought he had all the stuff transferred over to them. So he throws away the memory stick that has the password 
and very similar he has about two over 200 million dollars in money just from bitcoin and he believes it's in the landfill and he's trying to get the right to excavate it with the promise that if he finds it he'll give some of the money back to the town that allowed him to excavate it out of the oh i guess landfill but, dude oh opportunities opportunities I that's so just bad. insane man which is like another thing i was like i like I, you know harking back to or harping back whatever the phrase is, um <laughs> go uh back to what i said earlier is that there i think there are a lot of people who just see those stories and are like i could do that how easy mm-hmm. it is to just buy some measly little coin you know i'll buy five thousand dollars of it and maybe in a year it'll be worth 10 times, 100 times that amount. And I'll be rich, retire at the low little age of 27 and just move on with my life. You know, not a worry in the world. And the thing is, like, people do that and then they get screwed. Because you can buy crypto and the next day you lose half of the value that it was. Trust me, I've bought some crypto before. And, you know, it, it's so volatile, you know, like within a month, I was up a thousand bucks. Two weeks after that, back to what I bought in at, mm. you know, it's mm. just mm-hmm. so it's like, I'm out. I, this is scary, man. Like, I don't want to lose <laughs> money, dude. I don't want to lose money on crypto. And like since then, it, it, it plummeted and it like went to the floor and it's kind of climbed back up. To a point where, yeah, I probably would have made, um, you know, like 500 bucks at this point if I kept it all for all that time. But still, like, it's just, it's not, like, a wise investment, personally. If you were to ask me, like, would I invest Mm -hmm. in crypto, I would invest, like, 50 bucks. That's it. And, like, one, one or two coins that you think might have a future if you truly, but the thing is, I would say, like, again, financial advice. (laughs) I would truly only, I only do it because I do believe in some of the technology, but I'm not putting like a thousand bucks in there. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. Uh, most I'm putting in there is a hundred. That's it. That's the most. And I'm just oh, yeah. going to let it sit there. You know, nope. uh, you know, I, I'm not going to put in more than that. That's just absolutely ridiculous. Like life savings does not need to go down the drain on cryptocurrency, especially since some people have criticized crypto as a Ponzi scheme. Mm, interesting. So, and you know, it's, also very fascinating to me which i think either helps to support the legitimacy of it Mm -hmm. or undermines it that on youtube when you look up how to trade or financial tips yeah with crypto you'll see so many videos oh yeah young kids talk oh dude i got so rich i haven't worked since i was the crypto bros man that's those are the crypto bros those are the people who are just like I got so rich off crypto, so buy my Dogecoin, dude, because I'm going to make you rich, man, even though I secretly own, like, 50% of it. You know, that's, that's like, that's who these people are. And then you you buy into this coin because you're seeing, like, some 18-year-old kid living life, like, not having to work a day, and that's a, that's a dream for most people. And then, like, oh, I'm going to do what he did. He's telling me to buy this coin. Look at how rich he got. You know, like, he must know what he's doing. They buy into it. And then they lose their life savings. Yes. Yes. The dark side. The dark side of crypto. And that's why I say, you know, like, it's not a sound investment. Don't put all your eggs in there. 
Diversification is very key for those out there who are actually looking to invest your money, and you should, uh, because keeping your money in a savings account, and this is not a financial literacy episode, um, <laughs> but you know, keeping your money in a savings account is not going to be out of inflation. But you know, um, but that's yeah, a fact, people. That's it's a not fact. Advice. It's not advice. Um, so yeah, like you want to just like there's just bad things to cryptocurrency and i think the ponzi scheme kind of criticism is a valid one what do you think i i honestly i would agree because now at this point in time there are thousands and thousands and unfortunately as we just talked about there are always going to be those people who are looking to find that up and coming one you know mm-hmm. like all oh, guys get on this it's at the, the ground floor now but we're going to the top real yeah. fast and then they're just going to get unfortunately gonna get screwed over Mm -hmm. let's be real and so i think unfortunately more people will get will achieve a loss than Mm -hmm. will achieve a gain the thing is even the popular ones that i'd argue have ponzi scheme criticisms that are like incredibly valid you know like Mm -hmm. bitcoin is a ponzi scheme if you really think about it in a sense like sure it has some value in the real world and you used to be able to buy a tesla with it and i think they reversed that i i i i think but i don't know if they re-reversed it you know <laughs> doing the full 360 here um but yeah i mean if you think about it like it, they are ponzi schemes like you know you buy into a coin that other people based on the demand that they're buying it increase that value like you're just throwing money into a pot that doesn't actually generate anything for you it's not an investment in an actual asset you're you're basically buying a coin that has a value because of how other people perceive it to have value it doesn't actually have a value which is the almost literally the definition of a ponzi scheme but (laughs) (laughs) so so dude okay how do you feel about all these companies coming out now with their own cryptocurrencies like i know it was originally Mm -hmm. called libra but Facebook oh, yeah. is coming Facebook's out with, coming I think, out with it. I, no, I think the SEC shut it down. Oh, as a whole. Yeah, I think they shut that down. Intra- you think that's going to happen across the board? I think it'll be tough for companies to get their own cryptocurrency because the SEC, I don't think, is too fond of that. Ah. Yeah. Anything that's going to undermine, like, I forget the reasoning that the SEC shut down Facebook's attempts at creating their own cryptocurrency, but you have to think that the SEC is not going to be too fond of anybody who's creating an alternative currency to the U.S. dollar. That allows them to circumvent sales tax and everything, unfortunately. Mm. Yup. Yeah. And and so I actually was doing a little bit more research, and so apparently when it comes to cryptocurrencies, there are certain capabilities around voting rights as a community and they can push certain agendas i believe based on like their share some elements of holding a a certain portion of the cryptocurrency and so some people are suggesting that we may it may allow us to do away with traditional uh, organizations or bodies such as a centralized government Hmm. it's going to ask what are your thoughts if you have any thoughts there because when you take the the power if you're saying cryptocurrency is power put it in everybody's hands do you think that would allow us to circumvent our traditional institutions interesting i would like you i would love to hear more about this because this is the first i've heard about this uh program or at least this idea rather than like a program about like so cryptocurrency 
allows it how, like explain a little bit more so i can kind of form an opinion here oh no no no, no. Yeah. You're, you're good you're good um so actually i'm, I'm looking it up right now okay. i want to make sure yeah voting power crypto mm. oh it's okay i'm not gonna go down the reddit uh <laughs> the good old reddit threads yeah no so i was just watching this video mm-hmm. and in essence what they were saying was that given some of the nuances of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and as it relates to everybody being united with the blockchain essentially what you could do is start utilizing the individualistic shares as statements of i guess your voice or exercising your ability to choose certain things and use that then as a means of making certain changes so if you want to improve the infrastructure everybody can you know put something to that everybody has to or like using crypto you can put yeah yeah so everybody just puts it towards that and then basically they figure that out and so oh so it's like crowdfunding but at a i think so and so like... essentially you'll get a little bit of a voice through your holdings and um you can make certain movements from there and so they were saying that interesting if that was so instead of like using taxes for instance People like the U.S. government or whatever be like, we need three and a half trillion dollars for infrastructure. Um, As a complete hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, but like, who wants to invest in America's <laughs> infrastructure? Is that I, the I idea? Think, honestly, oh, there goes the battery. Um, yeah, continue though. Oh, so is that the idea? Like, or I, is the, from what I understood, more or less, it was kind of like uh, we choose what we invest in, and then we just invest in it as a group, hmm. as opposed to having some body tell us what we're investing in. That's definitely interesting. I don't like. I think that's an idea that would like sounds great on paper, but how well that would work oh, in course, practice? Because I feel like the moment you tell like, oh, okay, like. You have, I feel like a large body of people as a whole can't do anything. Like, I feel like you need leaders to make decisions. You know, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, a movement without leaders is not a movement, you know, like in, in a sense, like it sounds like too many voices shouting at once and nobody can really reach a consensus on what they want to do. So if you have like that central uh like or i guess decentralized kind of government using cryptocurrency the blockchain to invest in certain areas while definitely a cool idea uh, i think at at the end of the day you're going to be like well guys we need three trillion dollars to completely overdo america's infrastructure who wants to buy it who wants (laughs) to buy into infrastructure like three trillion dollars all right well i'll throw five bucks in even though I've got millions of dollars, I'll throw five bucks at it. That's my contribution. That's my uh, contribution. You know, it's like a GoFundMe, but for like institutions that people need. And I think that's a really like interesting, but an absolutely terrible idea. <laughs> like, I mean, it, I, I, whoever came up with like, it's cool. And like definitely an application that you didn't really think of. But um, I don't think I think what you would happen was that you would have people investing in things that only would it would be self-interest, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, sure, infrastructure like but I don't have a problem with that. I don't I work from my home in my office. I never use the roads. I never use the train system. So why would I 
invest in the infrastructure as opposed to someone and i have a lot of money as opposed to someone who relies on public transportation who relies on u.s infrastructure but doesn't have a lot of money and can't invest as much as they would want to in that kind of project mm. i'm using infrastructure as an example but you no, could but say the all, same dude, all very valid points there yeah. and honestly with that kind of power i feel like do you remember the episode of Family Guy where they make a Diggum statue <laughs> and they put it up? I feel like there'd be that group of people like, hey, guys, you know, forget the roads. Let's just put up the Diggum statue. <laughs> yeah. And then we'd have, like, all those kind of random zany things. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if, like, who regulates what gets to be a project people can invest in, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, because then you're going to have a GoFundMe kind of thing of, like, a million different things. And you're just never going to get anything off the ground unless it somehow goes viral. And uh, that's that. I kid you not. There was a GoFundMe five years ago. They were trying to build a manned, a man-made island. Mm-hmm. And they got $100,000. At least the last time I checked, got $100,000. I said, I hope the dream comes true. But goodness gracious. Know. Yeah, no, it is interesting <laughs> to think that you know, everybody has a voice. and. Mm-hmm. And then they can all, everybody can actively play a role in what happens. And yeah. that's definitely how you would hope the world could work. Yeah. And then I'm brought back to the Incredibles where Syndrome says, well, when everybody's super, nobody is. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, then everybody, so I think, like you said, it unfortunately would crowd out a lot of the voices mm-hmm. and a lot of things that might necessarily need to be done for mm-hmm. everybody for the the greater good yeah you need like that's what you know leaders are for you know and that's why we elect leaders in in ways getting politics here um (laughs) but uh, let's undermine that with dogecoin (laughs) oh yes dogecoin the mean coin that took to the moon (laughs) did you know about this before looking into this for this week uh crypto uh dogecoin oh i i mean i've heard of dogecoin for sure i mean when it was you know back in march of this year when you know uh the meme stocks were rising dogecoin was right beside it going to the moon people were buying dogecoin it peaked at like eight cents or something and it was worth like less than a cent at one point so you know people made bank if you bought a lot of it um but like no that was a definite like you know the founder of dogecoin literally said that i made dogecoin because people will literally buy anything um <laughs> so i mean he was right i was gonna say wasn't wrong there it wasn't apparently. absolutely wrong there um it was it was hysterical that uh that that happened um but like i don't know like what what is there to say about dogecoin it's a literal that's like that's even more of a scam that is a literal meme that has no actual value compared to some of these other uh cryptos that do have some value but what are your thoughts on dogecoin honestly dogecoin is kind of like that joke that isn't funny that you laugh at to kind of make someone feel good because they told you the joke (laughs) and they keep saying it because they think it's funny and you keep kind of laughing because it's not but then it comes around it actually becomes funny because it hasn't been funny for so long and you're like oh my gosh this is actually funny i think that's where we're at with dogecoin dude i'm not gonna lie to you now people are like yo is this actually a thing though and so uh i'm not gonna lie the memes were pretty great i truly believe that maybe dogecoin 
I don't know if it's gonna you know peak out at like ten cents or whatever, but I think for I don't think moment, value is that high right now. Like, let's look up the Dogecoin value. I think it might be in the, <laughs> in the low. low. Who knows? Maybe after this episode, we'll see a yeah, spike. Yeah, we're gonna it is point two two cents. Oh, okay. So we got some room to improve. Mm-hmm. I know every time <laughs> Elon Musk tweets out about it, it like rock like comes. Yeah, up Elon there. Musk has a lot of influence on not just crypto but also like those meme stocks like gamestop and all that stuff like mm, when yeah. that was like skyrocketing and all that and people he the, 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 the language of the people <laughs> <laughs> while being um, a literal billionaire yeah while being a the most billionaire. person who's disconnected from the language of the people <laughs> uh, i'm still fluent in it yeah. uh so I'm actually super curious, though, just as a quick question, because I wasn't entirely sure after looking into all of this. Mm-hmm. There's the position known as, I think it's pronounced a hodl or hold on for dear life. And then you can hodl. also, tr- yeah, okay, hodl, 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 hodl. Uh, and then there's also the trading position in which you trade your cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Is there, okay, I'm going to try and phrase this right. Is the goal to hold on to it so that it just increases in value, I guess, with supply and demand and then sell? Or are you trying to make money by trading? Uh, I, I, I think people are trying to make money to have the cryptocurrency just uh, skyrocket in valuation. So when they're saying, like, hold on for dear life, they're saying, like, don't sell, don't sell, even if it's crashing. Most people, in most circumstances, people say that when like stock prices or crypto prices are falling and they're like hodl hodl <laughs> it will hold hold it's like diamond hands if you will <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay i appreciate the clarification because yeah. i was so confused mm-hmm. yeah that, that the diamond hands baby people were trying diamond to make hands. diamond hands <laughs> Do That's not a, sell. Do not fear. Like that was a big thing during the GameStop stock <laughs> trading frenzy. AMC, all those. But some people made it work, and some, some people, people lost. You know, a house in the process. So. Yeah. I I remember reading somebody lost all their life savings uh, on GameStop. Yeah. Oh, the ebbs and flows, guy. The mm. ebbs and flows. The ebbs and flow. It's just, you know, stuff like that. It's just wild. It's like, it is literally like winning the lottery uh, to, you know, be right about that. Mm. Yeah, no. And unfortunately, you likely aren't going to, if you hop on the wave late in the game or slightly later than everybody, yeah, you can come out ahead, but sometimes uh, that wave ends up being just a bust. And then. Yep. Grandma's got to go live in the home, and you're in, <laughs> in the cardboard box. That's just <laughs> unfortunate, but yes. Unfortunate. Yes. So um, once again, disclaimer, people, don't. This is not. Financial. Yeah, we are not financial advice. We are not financial advisors. Please don't listen to us. Make your own decisions and do your research. Yes. Um, yes. I did want to ask your opinion. I don't know if you've read about this stuff on NFTs. Okay, dude, I was literally looking into that, and I was trying to wrap my head around what that means exactly. 
from what it sounds like to me, it's essentially a non-reproducible good exchange. So if I exchange my microphone for your headset, it's like I only have my microphone. It's the only one like mine in the world mm-hmm. or the only mine one. <laughs> and then yours is your headset. So that's what that I and there's only one uh, like I was trying to understand that. Is that yeah. just uh, basically a pound for pound trade? So from what I understand, non so the NFTs we don't know are stand for non fungible tokens. Um, and I don't know if they have it in like a physical manifestation of NFTs yet because I think it's all digital currently. But like essentially, it's like a unique um, electronic or some type of piece of art that. Uh, people can buy and claim that they own it. Like, for instance, Jack Dorsey, CEO and founder of Twitter, sold his first tweet, a screenshot of his first tweet, for like a couple million dollars because somebody bought it with like crypto. And I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. A tweet you can so- literally look up right now and take a screenshot for yourself. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Somebody oh went out and God. bought that, dude. But now they can say I own the first tweet Jack Dorsey ever published. Like I, oh Charlie God. Bud, owns that tweet. Wow! Congrats, Charlie. That's <laughs> no, dude. What? I know it's it's the dumbest thing. Why would anybody want to do that when you can literally get it for free? Wow. Yeah, that's like basically what NFTs are, kind of in a nutshell. So people sold like the Nyan Cat meme. So now somebody owns that for, and it was like sold for like some astronomical price. Um, so I'm sorry. So see now, if you got to actually like copyright that or got some kind of form of compensation for every time it's utilized, I get that. But if you literally just want the instance, quote unquote, of the first occurrence of X, Y, or Z, and you're willing to pay top dollar for that, nobody will ever know that yours is the first. How, how do you, what, what is going on? <laughs> so basically, like, there are some people who invest in Ethereum because of the NFT craze, because Ethereum is used to buy NFTs. Uh, but the thing is, like, the technology behind NFTs is actually really cool uh, because you can essentially create, like, a piece of art on, like, the Internet. For instance, I can create, like, uh, a digital media art, whatever. And I can create it and then sell it as an NFT. But then I it, – it's traced to me every time it goes through transactions. So I will always get – some money for it like 10 years down the line because it has like a permanent record of who's owned it all the way back to me the actual owner get it so it helps so it's like for royalties. like royalties yeah royalties essentially oh, yeah we'll talk about that. okay yeah so different. that kind of technology well i mean like the nft thing like owning like jack dorsey's tweet like that's an actual like somebody owns literally the freaking tweet that i can get for free by taking a screenshot but um there are some silly nft things and there are definitely the bad side to nfts as to all things but um that the underlying technology could be revolutionary for like the music industry for example wow 
Okay, see, I remember a couple years ago the Charlie bit my finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to another Charlie. Uh, <laughs> that video was sold, but I didn't understand the concept of selling the video mm-hmm. because it's everywhere. Yeah, it's and it's been reproduced and. But, but they okay, might get royalties for it now or something. Like I don't know. Okay. So I don't know. Like the thing. I, I don't know how that will work on the transactional period. But from like going forward, you can always kind of have like a. Like an NFT trace back to music, and then like you can always say like I per like I made it because there's a permanent record that says that I made it on the you know in this whatever like on the blockchain, and now wherever whoever exchanges hands for monetary value, I'll get a cut of that because I own it. Mm. Okay, see that makes so much more sense than mm. it did in my head before. So like in the digital space, it'll be big, and they're trying to see how we can manifest that in the physical space because you can do that. Oh, you're loaded. You're oh, loaded. You're good. Like that's a huge technology. So people invest in Ethereum because it is currently used for that. Wow. But, also, the name Ethereum kind of fits because I was like, it's some ethereal, unreal thing. But mm-hmm. now that I understand it in that context, yeah. that makes sense. So now learning about it, do you have any like opinions, thoughts, questions? Like honestly, dude, if you can do that and get paid just. In perpetuity, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it depends on what, it, how much it costs, and mm-hmm. what it is. But that's not a bad investment, especially mm-hmm. if you can somehow mount. I don't know if you're going to mount a, a whole marketing campaign or find a way to tie it back in. I was thinking. Oh, I was watching a trivia show the other day, mm-hmm. and they talked about how the song "Don't Stop Believing" saw resurgence when it was used in The Sopranos and in Glee. And mm. so if you could find that thing that comes back up, yeah. dude, you could be making mad money. You could. You could. Goodness. And on the dark side of things, I don't know why I was thinking it was more like this that you were just explaining. Mm-hmm. I think recently, very recently, an artist sold an invisible sculpture for over $18,000. And if you're wondering what that means, it's exactly as it sounds. It is an invisible sculpture <laughs> in air quotes nothing <laughs> in air quotes for 18 so here it is I'll essentially air <laughs> essentially it is air <laughs> oh man so that's what i thought this thing i was like there's no way you're gonna pay for something like that no it's but, so okay. dumb you see these stories all the time like going into like the stupid side of nfts is like People make the dumbest looking art and then will sell it as an NFT and get like 50 grand for it. (laughs) It's so dumb. Oh my God. See the system, man. Sometimes you like the system works. Sometimes the system. And I feel like it's being more used for people who are trying to get rich quick, which is like why a lot of people kind of paint crypto in a bad light because it doesn't have actual real world applications yet right now it's just being used for the dumbest things like buying a like an 8-bit chicken portrait and people are selling that as an nft and it's being sold for like millions of dollars and like it's probably like some kid like who was 14 spent 20 minutes making it and just like made bank because he's like people will buy anything hey it's crazy but honestly the way the 
marketplace is set up, you know, you can price things as long as people are willing to pay for that. And then the price isn't crazy. Like it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, um, it's just, yeah, the world we live in, I guess. And then Sad, I don't know. True. It, it's just sometimes, man, sometimes I like don't understand people. <laughs> uh, I have those moments too there, bud. Uh, but there's like so many people who are like making money. Like I, I, we haven't even like gotten into it, but there's like that whole like talk about like the metaverse or whatever that like Mark Zuckerberg talks about. I'm sorry, the metaverse? Oh, the metaverse, baby. I know the multiverse. The Spider-Verse. <laughs> I know the Omniverse. What is the multiverse yeah. supposed to be like? I don't know. What, what is the multiverse? Multiverse is just the, like, oh, gee, the uni- multi-universes. Oh, like like literal. And, I, thought, I thought you were talking about, like, some multiverse in regards to, uh, like, finance or something. Oh, <laughs> like, no, like no, no, no. I thought we were getting into something else. Oh, metaverse. Well, what is the metaverse? I think I don't know, dude. I haven't read about it, but like Mark Zuckerberg talks about it all the time. Um, like, is it made up of the prefix meta? Uh, typically, used to describe the concept of a future iteration of the internet made up of persistent shared three D vi- virtual spaces in a perceived virtual universe. Basically, Ready Player One. It oh, like interesting. Where everybody lives in a video game, and we all just sit in our houses, and that's our universe that we live in. I wait. I totally have heard him talk about this before. Yeah, like why would anybody want that? But whatever. I don't know how we got into this topic, but I know, dude. But the crazy thing is, think about it. The Matrix. We saw that back in two thousand, two thousand one. We're like, oh, that's crazy. We'd never yeah. do that. And slowly. And here we show. are. Facebook is slowly <laughs> trying to do it. Facebook's <laughs> gonna put us in the Matrix. That's the conspiracy theory. Everybody, run! Get out! Maybe we're already can. in a computer simulation, Ooh. and Facebook is the. <laughs> The resistance who figured it out and is trying to tell everybody, like, hey, guys, we're in the... I've <laughs> dived down a deep hole right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm right behind you, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But no, it's it's so, like, see, but that's, that's I think, honestly, what most people think about when they think about cryptocurrency. It could go anywhere, anywhere at all. And yeah. I just had, I guess, one last question there for you, but mm-hmm. in terms of thinking about that, the inception to the end. Now, Bitcoin specifically has, I believe, 21 million units that yeah. it will have. But we're at about 18 million right now that are mm. circulating. So when it gets to 21 million, that's it. No more. No more. Bitcoin is coming out. So um, what do you think that will mean for us? Do you think that it will completely change the, the landscape? Do you think things will start heating up and really the competition will kick up? Or do you think that will be the end and it will be on to whatever is next? I think... That is when prices will become the most volatile and also at the same time the least volatile, if that makes mm. sense. So I think once Bitcoin dries up, the well is gone. Uh, you know, people like its value is going to become moving towards what it's actually worth, right? Because okay. now Bitcoin's wow. value is volatile based on a projection or based on a perception of what other people think think it's worth because it's a ponzi scheme in a sense um and but once the well dries up that's it that's all the bitcoin there is the price will then probably become extremely volatile 
unless you know depending on not accounting for any external factors like actual real world applications the advancement of blockchain technology and real world applications and all that etc etc like then people are going to start trading it selling it you know uh to get it to a point where you know it might the price might shoot up to like a hundred thousand dollars for one bitcoin and it might finally settle down after all that volatility goes through like you know basically end of the world scenario it's going to cool off you know and it's going to kind of stagnate at around one price and that is where it will likely sit with minor fluctuations for kind of the end of time and i think Mm depending on how that kind of goes and how and like as it as it pertains to different crypto currencies i think they will all kind of follow that sense you know if they're like i think all cryptocurrencies have an end date in terms of how much they're able to mine um but i think i don't think bitcoin ending before the other ones is going to change the like whether or not uh it becomes accepted or if it doesn't i think it's going to just depend on like how people can apply it to real world applications so what are your thoughts there that sounded hauntingly accurate but (laughs) (laughs) i was just sitting there like going down the hole i was like going with you i was seeing it happen just (laughs) beautiful end but i think you're exactly right when you say that at the end it'll all it'll ultimately become what everybody thinks it is worth Mm -hmm. and as you said also i mean you look at the other cryptocurrencies they typically follow in the trends of bitcoin so whatever happens with that i think is ultimately going to be the the blueprint for cryptocurrencies as a whole Mm -hmm. and so i think that there will be a volatility at the end i think that there also won't necessarily be volatility at the end because we're getting to that true number and from there when we know what it i think the thing that's really driving bitcoin and cryptocurrency right now is we don't know what it's worth Mm-hmm. And so when we have all the pieces, all the information, then we will, and then we'll be able to be a little bit more discerning with our decision making. So that might be the end of the party there. Yeah, and I don't think it's that far off the end of Bitcoin's mining. I think it's a you know a couple of years out. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens in that time. Yeah. Guess we will, bud. Yes, we will. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add there, Palmer? Oh man, that was that was it. Just another disclaimer, people. This wasn't financial advice. This was just two guys talking. But uh, appreciate you for listening. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. We apologize for the lateness, but that but this has been the What You Got podcast. You can catch our show usually every Monday evenings, but we're sorry for the past two weeks. Happy Tuesday to you all, or Wednesday to whenever you're listening to this. Uh, I'm your host, Charlie Bud. Join with me, as always, is, is the excellent Jordan Palmer. And uh, be sure to follow uh, follow us on wherever you listen to your uh, podcasts. Hit us up on social media. Jordan, if you want to drop them the uh, yeah. social media tag. All right. Follow us on Instagram at whatchagotpodcast, what you spell W-H-A-T-C-H-A. Or on Twitter at WhatYouGotCast, which is spelled the same way. Yeah, and let us know what you think about cryptocurrency. So, you know, give us your honest thoughts. Do you think it's a scam? Do you think it's the future? Let us know. And, uh, you know, would you invest? We want to hear from you as, as another disclaimer, as we can't reiterate this enough. We are not, we did not give any financial advice throughout the portion of this episode. Anyways, that's been our show. 
Uh, we'll be on YouTube hopefully next week. Please bear with us as we kind of you know figure our lives out. We all we have lives outside of our podcast, you know. But anyways, we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a good one.